was so close. So close to being just the second shot in NBA history to win in a do-or-die scenario. Mike Conley's shot looked like it was in. It was on line. Ultimately falls out. And the Jazz lose the series four games to three. We'll be recapping that and looking at the offseason with Jake Scott of 975-1280 the Zone, Zone Sports Network. He is the Jazz pre-half and post host on the radio. This is Round Ball Roundup on UtahJazz.com. I'm JP Chunga. The only other shot that has had that same level of stakes, the if you make it, you're on, if you don't, you're out, it's the Michael Jordan over Craig Elo shot. Conley had that chance last night. It's so close to being there. But that's that's just the beauty of life. Life is imperfect. And for this season, for the Jazz, it was imperfect. Why do we have wrinkles? Why is that picture a little askew? Why is there a scuff on your shoe? Life is imperfect. And fortunately, only one fan base every single year gets to go out and say that they're number one and they're champions and gets to have a fun offseason. Well, that means for every other team, the only thing that you're trying to battle... The only thing that you're searching for is relevance. And for the Jazz, with Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell, they're relevant. As long as those two stars are together, they can be threatening for top four spots in the West. Look at this. Donovan Mitchell, 254 points in the first round. Averaged 36 on 52% shooting. 254 is the most points in a first round by any player in playoff history in that round. Number two, LeBron, 241 in 2018 against the Raptors. Michael Jordan, 226 in 88. Mind you, he did that in five games. Tracy McGrady with 222 in 03. And Jamal Murray in this round. Donovan and Jamal battling against each other. Yeah, it was one time zone. But everybody recognized at the end of this, both of those players can level up. Both of those players can lift teams to a new height. That's exactly what Donovan expects out of himself. He had a really good series, and I'm sure he'll dwell on those mistakes, on the 8-second violation, on the 15-point lead in Game 5, on the Game 6 where they didn't respond well enough, and on the first half of Game 7. I'm sure he'll look at it because he looked at last season's playoff failure. But listen to this man and realize he'll do everything in his power to get better. There's certain things I can't lie to you. I kind of, I kind of was surprised a little things that I've, I've done and accomplished. But it's nothing that I haven't worked on. Um, there was criticisms of what I could do on the F offensive end and defensive end, and I feel like I took a step in that right direction. Um, like I said, this won't, this isn't the last of it. This is me scratching the surface. I know what I can do. I know what I worked for. I know how hard I work, and I know how hard this team has worked. And uh, this won't be the end of it. And that's 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 one thing. I, and that's really what's fueling me because this ain't it. Like this ain't the end. This ain't. This is just the beginning, man. Um, this is just the just the beginning. And uh, I'm ready to go hoop again right now. Um, I think we all. Are, but this is just the beginning. You know, last night was a '90s playoff throwback. 80 to 78, everybody was tired, it was fatigue all over, 
the idea of playing the Clippers tomorrow, I don't know how that would happen. But what they did in the first round, it's like what Dame did in the restart. You'll remember this. When you look back on the season as a fan of either of these teams, you're looking back on a historic series. And something that you've never seen before. Two guys, each going for 50 pieces. 475 points combined. Great series. We'll recap it with Jake Scott, pre-half and post-host on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Before we go, we will have more throughout the offseason, looking at the draft, looking at free agency, what to have and what to come. As you saw, Chris Haynes, he reported that the Jazz will be offering Donovan Mitchell that max contract extension. That's going to be 158 over five years. That was the number that I saw from Bobby Marks in ESPN. First day that he's eligible, October 18th. So look for that to be signed around there. Haynes didn't specify on the years or the length of the contract, but if they're getting it done early, that means they're going all in on this group and seeing what they can do going into a couple more seasons. They have flexibility, and we could get into the ramifications of the offseason in a later podcast. We're going to stay with you. This is recapping what we saw last night in this series and just initial gut reaction. Subscribe, resubscribe, unsubscribe, subscribe again. Five stars, nice reviews. That's all I ask of you. Find us on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher. Therapy session with Jake Scott of the Zone Sports Network. Well, the series was incredible, right? I mean, you and I are both, uh, we're both basketball fans. We cover the Jazz, of course, but but as a basketball fan, I mean, what what an incredible series. You had two stars emerging, special performances. Uh, I thought you saw two good, if, well, great head coaches go toe-to-toe that made tremendous adjustments all the way through the series. Uh, we saw close games. We saw blowouts. We saw near-perfect offense. Uh, I I loved every matchup in the Western Conference playoffs this year. I thought they all had interesting storylines. I mean, Jazz Nuggets, there's history there. They've played another Game 7 uh, in, in the history between the two franchises. I mean, the storylines were just great. The series was incredible. I mean, uh, from a Nuggets perspective, you don't see teams come back from 3-1 all that often. I know that that on the, on the jazz side of that coin is, is not all that fun, but uh, you know, we saw history, we saw four 50 point performances, which is, was a, which is just unbelievable. And even right down to the last second where Mike Conley shot JP that, I mean, I don't know if you've been playing a lot of Rona golf JP, but uh, when the, when the putt basically goes down and then bounces back, back up because you know the cups uh they've got the foam the the pool noodle in the cup so it's deep and you just call the putt good you know it's rotor rules it went down i tell you that was mike conley shot he went down and then and then came back up i mean what a what an incredibly exciting play and um it, it was a great series I, again i wish the jazz were moving on in the second round because i'd like to see him play the play the clippers from from a basketball perspective, I don't think you can ask for much more than that. It was incredible. And, and by the way, it caught the, the NBA world's attention. Uh, people were, were just, uh, you know, I tuned into sports radio. Of course, uh, Fox Sports Radio going home from, uh, from doing the postgame. And it was wall-to-wall jazz nuggets the whole, you know, my whole commute home. So it's good to see uh, uh, that other basketball people out there appreciated it too because it was great. Corona golf has been my new Corona hobby. I I started golfing for the first time. 
But uh, really, you just just now. One hundred percent. It was my wow. first time on the golf course with uh, Trey Camberling, the videographer for the Jazz. Okay. And we're hitting breakfast balls. We're giving it a go out on Bonneville and, and the local golf courses. So I, I exactly understand that where you're coming from there. Unfortunately, no breakfast balls for the series as it happened. I will say it has been impressive to see the leveling up of Donovan Mitchell. If anything you could take away from the series, it's been how he's been able to get a lot of national acclaim. And like you said, Fox Sports Radio talking about him. Everybody is talking about this guy and how well he did in this series, despite the fact that they lost. A special player. And, and JP, you and I and probably most of, uh, most of your subscribers have known that for a while. I mean, it's just we've watched the ascent. It's been rapid. Um, and he continues to improve. You, you hear Quinn Snyder talk about him, and he just talks about uh, Donovan's willingness to learn and how I, I remember a specific quote, and this was uh, in Donovan's rookie year, where uh, Coach Snyder was saying that his challenge is is coming up with stuff for Donovan to tackle because he kept, you know, giving him assignments and work on this and work on this and work on this, and he would do it. He'd go out there, he'd focus on it, he'd watch film, he'd work on it in practice, and uh, you know, put it into his game and say, "Hey, coach, what's next?" And we've we've just seen that that rise, and it it culminated with this playoff series. And he was, uh, you know, he was unstoppable. And let's not pretend like like Denver is the best defensive team in the league, but I mean, Donovan certainly made him pay. I mean, he he was uh, darn near unguardable. I know he's kicking himself about that turnover, uh, turnover last night. It may be you know, a few too many turnovers last night, but he, there's no such thing as a perfect series. Uh, but Donovan came close. I mean, just some some special performances. You know, I go back, um, JP, what game was it? Two or three where he had uh, 20 points. Um, but he was dishing out assists and everybody else had it going. The building will continue around him. And I know we'll probably talk a little offseason, JP, but uh, he's, he's something you can build around. He's a cornerstone and he, he proved it again. And I don't want to, you know, people say like, oh, he's emerging and use words like that. Like the dude got the jazz past the thunder in the first round of the playoffs when he was a rookie. So let's, let's not pretend like this is new news. Now, maybe he's taking it to a new level. But, you know, I love the, oh, emerging, like, ah, dude, he's, he's been here for a minute. I mean, he's been leading this team at an extraordinarily young age uh, for three years now. So three straight years in the playoffs. I mean, we remember sitting through the developmental phases of Gordon Hayward. And maybe it's not fair because the team around him wasn't, uh, wasn't as good um, at times. But, I mean, he would make the jump from 15 points a game to 18 points a game. And everybody would be like, oh, here we go. It's, it's, he's developing and he's, he could be something so great someday. And it's like, man, Donovan is, has not only developed since day one, what he was, he was a number one offensive option on a playoff team from day numero. No, it doesn't happen. It's amazing. And it's, it's, like I said before, it's fun to watch. Where do you see the projection for him in this league and just in the grand scheme of looking at all the other powers and stars in the Western Conference. I think he has the ability to be, you know, what, what, what do we want to talk about? Consistent all-star starter. If you want to put the, you know, maybe peak at top five player in the league. I mean, uh, has that capability. And I know that sounds like, you know, Homer tank of the day, but why wouldn't he have that capability? I mean, you, we've seen how much he's improved year in and year year out and if that and maybe it doesn't but if that continues I don't see any reason why you know he's, he's creative offensively 
He can already shoot the basketball. He's unbelievably athletic. But, you know, we've seen unbelievably athletic players fade a little bit. Like, best example I can think of maybe is, is Tracy McGrady, where he went from, uh, you know, all-star to out of the league almost overnight because he wasn't as athletic and his other skills maybe weren't up to par. Um, there are other examples I think you can throw out there. But Vince Carter is the ultimate example of, of an incredible athlete that totally evolved his game and has played for – 78 years now uh and donovan mitchell has that like he, he's crafty already right he's got the moves already he can he can shoot the heck out of the basketball already so you combine that with dynamite athleticism and where he peaks in his career i i think is extraordinarily high i i think he has the capability to be a better defender you know if he were one of the best two-way players in the league i think that that would go a long way he's a little limited because he's not the tallest player out there he's got the long wingspan into the athleticism. And if he can take a step there, uh, that would certainly help matters. But the offensive game, man, it, I mean, it's already there. It's already there. It's him and he's tied to Rudy Gobert, obviously. The tensions in the off, in the little bit of the break. Rudy last night was tremendous. Against Jokic, uh, notwithstanding that last shot, but before that, having the and one, what'd you make of what Rudy showed in the playoffs and then in the bubble and, and what he can forecast going forward. Two things real quick. And then I'll get into Rudy one that alley pass from Mike Conley would have been the play of the game. If uh, you know, if the jazz would have won, that was, that was incredible. That was an incredible pass. Rudy was right there, called for it. Uh, great hands finished should have been a man one. Uh, that was amazing. And if, if Nikola Jokic has to, to hit a prayer hook shot over you to make that shot, what are you going to do? <laughs> you know what yeah. what what are you gonna do so um you know on those two plays in particular it's why last night's game was was really a great game he played some unbelievable shots but but listen rudy here's the thing with with rudy and the issues donovan talked about it last night very sincerely in the in the post game um he even dropped the word unsalvageable and talked about how they worked through through it and it's the first really concrete stuff we've heard Donovan say about their relationship and I, I think that's uh, I think that's a really good sign Rudy also talked about it but we've heard Rudy talk about it a few times and you can tell he's proud of of the way they've come together but if 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 Donovan and Rudy can get along person personality wise and they can get the financials uh, you know figured out um Rudy's really the perfect teammate for somebody like Donovan. If you, if you can realize it and Rudy relies on his teammates a lot, that's why he needs to kind of, kind of go along to get along. I mean, that, that pass last night was the perfect example, right? You know, Mike Conley had to see him and, and get that pass right on point, a really difficult pass in order for Rudy to, to finish. So he depends on his teammates, but he also makes his teammates look good a lot. You know, when he plays hard and he plays defense and, Hey, you get beat a little bit on the perimeter, but they run into that, you know, Rudy Gobert wall right there and turn around. I mean, JP over the season, how many times do we see that? Guard get into the lane, go, oh my gosh, it's Rudy Gobert, and he's giant. Uh, maybe I better turn around, turn around and flee out of the lane immediately. I mean, it's just, you know, he, he, he does a lot of the things that make his teammates look good. And when he hustles, I mean, he's, he's truly unique in the NBA. So, you know, I think it's a real positive sign that they had this experience together. Maybe it was a positive one down in the bubble. Maybe they got a chance to, to mend their relationship. But really, you know, if they could realize that they could be, 
their games could really fit together. And Rudy could evolve a little offensively and, and uh, you know, become a little bit more well-rounded. And, and Donovan could become a little bit more defensively and be a little bit more well-rounded. But both continue their ascent in this league. They could be perfect for each other. And at times, I thought we saw that uh, in the series. But, boy, Rudy looked great in the second half. He was, he was playing hard. He was hustling. He, he made a huge difference in that game. Let me bounce this take off of you because it, it looked like the series, especially in like game two and that second half in game seven, that was the hierarchy that you need for this team where it's Donovan is the one, Rudy is the two, Mike third best player, and then Jordan Clarkson being the, the spark off the bench. If you have Boyan Bogdanovich to that, that's a team that is definitely getting to the second round and could be one of those squads that's contending for the Western Conference Finals. Right, because Rudy's tricky, and it yeah. depends on a lot what the other team, how the other team is playing the pick and roll and, and what they decide to take away and, and of course, um, and, and what they, they don't. And as far as, you know, you know, the guy scores 20 points a game. You put him back in this lineup, I think he's, he's going to be your offensive number two. Um, if we were talking about one, two, three, you know, as far as stars and overall impact on the team, you know, it's, it's Donovan, Rudy, one, one, eight. Um, but, but that's why you got Bogdanovich, right? I mean, you saw potential. You saw he could be a 20-point-a-night uh, type of guy. His defense is not terrific, but it's also not as bad as I thought it was going to be. So I know that's not a ringing endorsement, but he, he was at least not a complete liability uh, out on the, on the defensive end, but he's a great player. I mean, there's no, there's no doubt that they, that they missed him. Um, Conley's the funny one because he and Donovan and Joe, and this is my opinion, by the way, I'm just editorializing, you know, I, I, Quinn Snyder probably disagrees with me because I'm a moron, but I, I think that there's a little overlap there, you know, because they, Joe has really turned into a pretty effective point guard. We saw that this year when Mike Conley was uh, was gone and they went on that hot streak. And that's right when they added Clarkson to the roster. And we could talk about Jordan here in a second because he's certainly up there when, in offensive options. But but Joe got better because he's running that pick and roll with Rudy. He's really good at that. He's really smart. He's not, he's not a scorer by nature. I mean, we know that by now, right? He likes getting his teammates involved. I mean, it, it really was a natural role for him. But it's also Mike Conley's role. And it's also now Donovan Mitchell's role. And so I wonder about that if there's a little overlap there. And, and you say, well, Joe, when you're not playing point guard, be a shooter, be aggressive. And we just don't know if that's the best role for him on this team. But they're all going to be together next year. They're all under contract. So barring a, a pretty dynamic shift, they're going to have to figure that out. And then Jordan was perfect for that role. So, I mean, you can call Jordan the four or the five, you know. I Honestly, JP, to get where you're talking about where they need to go, and I like your hot take, but I think they need one, maybe two more versatile defenders that aren't complete offensive liabilities. Like, like, like Torrey Craig's a really good player, but he's such an offensive liability, it makes him hard to play. You know, Lou Dort is actually okay offensively and probably going to get better, which will make him a mainstay in this in this league, right? And I don't know if they can get anybody quite that good, but I think they need a couple more versatile defenders. Take the pressure off Royce O'Neal. And maybe maybe Donovan can can grow into that a little bit more, but the league is uh, positionless, six six monster athletes that can guard anybody. The Jazz need a few more of those guys. 
Well, Bogdanovich might be too tall for that role, but he he can be a defender. I mean, he got LeBron to say that he played great defense on him in a playoff series. So I think Boyan, if he could be a little bit of something of a, a defensive player, that's huge. Uh, one guy that isn't under contract is Jordan Clarkson. Would you like to see the Jazz re-sign him and bring him back for another year? Oh, absolutely. Of course. I mean, I, I think uh, you would have to be uh, certifiable uh, to not say that he was a, a, a big bonus on this team and that he played the role he was asked perfectly. Now, that's I, I think the Jazz should want to bring him back uh, I'm not sure exact, exactly what the market uh, is going to be for him. It's probably going to be, you know, uh, a healthy investment. And I, I sure that, I'm sure the Jazz want to do that. Um, some other financial stuff out there makes it tricky. You know, how long-term can you do it? How much do you have to pay other guys? Of course, you know, that great puzzle that the, the brilliant front office guys often play. So I don't know how much is going to be there and how willing they're going to be to go over the cap or or where the cap is going to be jp uh with this revenue and the rona i mean are they going to tear the cba up i mean we have no we have absolutely no idea but i i will tell you this that they want him back for sure he, he played a monster role on that bench he filled a big time need and from what i heard and and you might be closer to it than me jp but but you know from people i talked to it was a terrific fit in the locker room I mean, that, that everybody really liked him and that he really is a, a – I mean, he, good person is such a, you know, thing that everybody throws around. But I, I feel like, you know, he has that vibe and that's how his teammates feel about him. And why wouldn't you want that back on the team? You know, a guy who's willing to play his role. Um, I, I think the coaches speak really highly of him. So, yeah, I think, you know, would I like to see him back? Of course. I, I think he's great. Uh, and I'm sure the Jazz uh, would like that too. Good vibe tribe for Jordan Clarkson. Is there anything else uh, that you want to see in the offseason? Well, that's that's tough because, um, you know, the Donovan Mitchell, we saw a report already from Chris uh, Haynes of, of Yahoo Sports that the Jazz can't wait to give him every single penny that they can. So, you know, how big of an extension, uh, what, what does he sign? I, I want to see that, you know taken care of. I'd love to see Donovan in Salt Lake for as long as possible. Um, you know, how do things work out with uh, with Rudy Gobert, who's also eligible for an extension? Um, you know, those players are hard to come by. Certainly would like to see Rudy Gobert stay in Salt Lake City for a long time. So how do they tackle, you know, those two things? And, and where do they settle on how much do they need to make a big move? And what are the, what risk are they, you know, what are they willing to do? You know, how, how good of a fit is, is Mike Conley? Are you happy with that, how that went? I, th- I think, JP, that was the biggest storyline of the year. You know, how was Mike Conley going to go? He and Bogdanovich were supposed to put him over, maybe not over the hump, like, uh, like uh, you know, uh, best team in the West over the hump. But it was supposed to move him into contention. And, and Bogdanovich was great. And Conley, you know, was was hit and miss at times this year and it wasn't entirely his fault because injuries played a part in it and you know things were so different different style of ball I mean all the things we talked on and on and on about but you know what Conley was really good in the bubble he was last night I know he didn't shoot the ball as well but but everybody was like wow where's Memphis Mike he was Memphis Mike in the bubble he looked comfortable he looked healthy he produced um but he's also 
small, and so is Donovan. And I thought a big problem uh, the Jazz faced uh, really this entire year, but certainly it was we saw it in the playoffs is they were small. You know, their their backcourt, JP. Uh, let's see, Donovan's officially now at six one, right? And I think Mike is Mike Conley at six one too. Six, right on. Six foot, right on. So. I mean, you know, it's not a big back. That's that's not a big backcourt. Do they want to keep going with that? I mean, Quinn Quinn's done a great job scheming with with the players he has. So maybe that's something that they want to do again. Um, Mike Conley's under contract next year. Um, it's a it's a big number, obviously over thirty million dollars, which uh, aren't always the easiest contracts to trade. But it is the last year of the contract, so that helps a little bit. Um, or do they want to to roll it back and try and make it work again? I I don't know. I I think this offseason especially given the circumstances, is going to be really, really interesting. I, I can't wait to see what the club does. Get your out on this. How will you remember the 2019-2020 Jazz basketball season? Oh, man, that, that answer – well, I'll, I'll tell you a funny story. I, I've told it on air, too. But um, So our, our studios, as you know, are there at Vivint Arena. They're up uh, by, by Portal KK. And during home games, after the pregame show, I'll go downstairs. And I'll eat, you know, I'll, I'll see you and, and Aaron and, and Angie and all the media and everybody down there eating, uh, eating food. And, uh, and then I'll go up and, and uh, watch the game either at the top of the lower bowl or, or back up to our studios and then do half and post and whatever. But road games were in a big empty stadium, as you know. And so there's no vendors or, or whatever. So we'll get done with the pregame show about – like 10 minutes before tip-off, maybe a little bit more, depending on national uh, um, uh, broadcast. And, and Locke will do the coach's show, right? And, and Booner does the shoot-around report. And, but there's that time there. So uh, road games, I'll hustle out and go get somebody, you know, some drive through or something terrible. And I'll get to listen to the coach's show and then whatever and buzz right back to the, right back to the stadium and have a little dinner while I watch the game. Well, uh, it, it, March 11th, or whatever, the Oklahoma City game when everybody's down there. So, you know, I, I'm with Coach Chiesa. I get done with pregame, like, all right, Coach, I'm, I'm going out to get some Subway. I'll see you in a minute, you know. And I'm, I'm, I'm coming back, and I get this call from Adrian Leiser, the, the producer at the time. He's like, hey, dude, something's going on. And I'm like, uh, at time they were in break because Locke had thrown a break. And I was like, oh, okay, well, uh, I'll be back there in a minute. Locke may have to throw back to you like soon, like how far are you away? And luckily I was just a couple minutes away. Right. So I, I, I hustle back and then I hustle upstairs and, and Locke throws back to me and coach and I take it for a few minutes. Like just like everyone else, you know, radio is so funny because sometimes you live out these things in live time, like everybody else following Twitter and following their phone. Like, and, and that's what coach and I are doing. But we were throwing back to Locke at times who, who was trying to participate. Then of course they rounded everybody up and, and sent them down to the locker room and the, the tests and all the stories that we've heard. But, but I'll, I'll always remember getting that phone call coming back from uh, grabbing food. Like, Hey, so something's going on and uh, we got to throw it back to you. Like, Oh, terrific. Okay. I'll be right there. I'll always remember that. The bubble, what a, what a unique experience to watch, certainly. And, uh, you know, uh, it's – what a year, JP. 2020. Holy cow. Amazing year. We'll, we'll always remember it. He is the host of The Big Show. You can listen to him wherever you get podcasts. Just look up The Big Show, Nice M5. 
1280 The Zone, The Zone Sports Network. He is Jake Scott joining me on Round Ball Roundup. Jake, thank you so much. JP, always a pleasure. Uh, stay well and uh, tell Aaron Falk that my, my master plan to beat the Nuggets was for him to call the snitch line on Small Murray. That Aaron had to be the sacrificial lamb and that he didn't do it, I, I, I blame him for the Jazz not moving on. We all blame Aaron. <laughs> it's easy to do. Thank you.